Hey, welcome to a J&J Everyday Minisode. These are all listener stories. So if you have one, by all means, please email us at jnj.everyday at gmail.com. If we like the story, if we think we can punch it up a bit, uh, seems like something that would be very entertaining, we'll do a minisode on it. Today's stories come from superfan Carly. Um, Thanks, Carly. Thank you, Carly. Um, Jay, I believe you have the first story and also uh, a little apology to your work wife or something to that nature. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the to the work wife situation a little bit later here. And as far as the submitting your stories, it is October. We're doing creepy, scary, close encounter stories. Sorry, yeah, I, I should have mentioned that. But by all means, if you have any stories you would like to for us to tell, send them anyway. We can always do do them later. Yeah, this month we're going to focus on uh, creepy, scary stuff. But if you've got a really funny story, send it to us because down the road we'll probably do it. Oh yeah, most definitely. All right. So this first story from Superfan Carly is called The Shadow. So as a child, I lived in a two-story house built sometime in the 1920s. To start, let me give you a brief description of the second floor layout. As you come to the top of the stairs, you enter the hallway. Directly to your right is the bathroom. About a foot past that is the second spare bedroom doorway. Directly across from the spare bedroom on the left is my parents' bedroom. Straight ahead at the end of the hall is my room. Now, these details are important to the story. So this encounter occurred when I was nine years old. It was late at night, and I'd been sitting in my desk chair watching TV. At some time around midnight, I realized I needed to use the restroom. I spun my chair around and got up to head out into the hallway to the bathroom. As I entered the hallway, I spotted a very large, all-black figure with red eyes. It was roughly six feet tall, even as it was hunched over to enter the spare bedroom. I estimated its size using the doorframe for reference. As soon as I stepped foot into the hallway, I made eye contact with it. It felt like a lifetime, but in reality, it may be a minute or less. I was frozen in pure fear. My body locked up in that way that only pure terror can achieve. Now, given the reason I was leaving the bedroom, I honestly don't know how I didn't pee myself. I was paralyzed by fear. But after a few seconds or minutes, it turned into a black mist and disappeared down into the floor. I couldn't force myself to go past the spot where it disappeared, so I went back and continued to sit in my chair for the rest of the night, not moving a muscle and staring blankly into the now-empty hallway. At some point in the night, exhaustion went out, and I fell asleep in my chair. I'm still not sure to this day what I saw that night, but whatever it was sent chills through my entire body and left me wide awake for hours. Thinking back, I can't help but wonder... Had it been in my parents' room, watching them, before it went into the spare bedroom? To this day, I am terrified that I may see it again. And that is Carly's story of the shadow. Yeah, that's um, that's incredibly creepy. I believe you have some information. You did some research on shadow people? Yeah, so did a little research, because it intrigued me when, when I read this. Understandable. So I came across the shadow people. Um, It's believed they are a paranormal phenomenon. 
of a dark, shadowy figure that generally appear just out of sight, you know, in the blink of an eye or out of the corner. And they're always seem to be just lurking either in the corner of the room or in, you know, just weird places. Um, Unsettling. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, I know I have had those out of the peripheral. Oh, you yeah. see something. I think everybody has. You know, that's, that's a standard. You know, the mind does play tricks. So those things do happen. Now, based on the description um, from this website of the shadow people, they, they can be either different spirits um, or even ghosts. Um, they are usually dark in color. And yeah, since there's like just shadow and, you know, absence of all light, there's like usually no facial features or, or clothing or any other like discernible details other than they're just very shadowy. Right. For a better lack of a word there. Right. And the red eye. Yeah. They're just usually completely unperceptible of what they are. Now, they all seem to appear humanoid, seemingly made from shadows themselves. Um, they can range anywhere from the size of an adult. Or even to the size of a child. No, I'm going to stop you there. That's not going to happen. Those, those, that doesn't exist. That, that I'm not dealing with. That fucking terrifies me even more than a full-size one. Yes. Holy shit. I don't know why, but it does. Real quick. Okay. So when I used to work as a delivery driver, I'd went into this one grocery store and it was, it wasn't even Halloween, but they had, you know, displays set up. They had this little mannequin of a girl, I don't know, an adolescent girl, kind of dressed like Wednesday Adams, in the black with the pigtails and everything. I know. I already don't like where this is going, but go ahead. But there was no face. It was. Okay. It looked like where it was, it was just going, a, and I don't, I, I hate it more. <laughs> it looked like it just had a sock stretched over the head of this thing. It was the creepiest fucking thing. And they had this displayed in there, and it's a prominent grocery store in the area. Just displayed back next to where I had to go in the dairy department. I don't even remember what it was a display of or for, but it creeped me the fuck out. I'm sure I've got pictures of it somewhere on one of my old cell phones, because this was probably nine or ten years ago. Straight up, if I worked at that grocery store, and like, because as a donut delivery guy, you would have been in there early morning, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was either real late at night or first thing in the morning. Yeah, if I'd have been on shift when you came in, I'd have waited until you weren't looking and I would have moved it. It would have got shot at. I'm not going to lie. Because, <laughs> yeah, I usually carried. So, yeah, it would have gotten shot at in the grocery store. I'd be sitting in jail right now. <laughs> it would have been worth it, though. Honestly, I think... Depending on the police officer that showed up, you might have been. He might have shot it a too. Righteous shot, righteous shoot call on that. Um, okay, back to back to the, the 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 shadow creatures. Sorry about that tangent there. That happens when we get together. It does. Um, it is also said that you know these shadowy creatures can move through walls, and they may move extremely quickly once you've seen them. They may appear solid or like swirling smoke. You may well be unlucky enough to encounter a shadow person face to face. One thing to take of note, shadow people are often described as having glowing red eyes. Yeah, I don't like that at yeah. all. Um I found several theories on this website of what they claim they may be. They say they may be beings from another interdimensional plane, aliens, time travelers, Demons, or even see, even something 
that we entirely are not sure of what they are. Well, the concept of them, to me, doesn't scream alien. No. Does uh, Interdimensional travel, I mean, we've talked about that with Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, Bigfoot doesn't look like a shadow monster. So unless they've got really crappy interdimensional technology, yeah. I want to throw that one out. It too. almost reminded me of, what was it, The Watchers? Yeah. That well, I think in we're in California. Like California yeah. Where they're just like these, you can just see their silhouette. On a hill line away from you, they never get close enough. Now, they're not described with red eyes, but what if it turns out the watchers aren't actually watching you? They're like looking away, like they're watching you're, something the other way. Yeah, you're just seeing and the back of their the head. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was one of the things I thought because they were a shadowy type creature. You never really could tell what they were. That makes me a little less creeped out by these things. So I'm going to have to force that as my head cannon. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm not particularly fond of the idea that they're in the house, but yeah, yeah, just watchers. I mean, we just we already determined that they just want somebody to love. So yeah, much less scary that way. The red eyes, though, if they were anything other than red, I don't know. Glowing eyes are going to be creepy, regardless. I don't know. Red, red has a certain connotation to it. It does. But now that I think about it, I mean, if they were just like all white glowing eyes, set in the black. Less creepy for sure. Really? See, I don't know if that would almost be more creepy to me, I think. I feel like white glowing eyes is less creepy. Um, Not by a lot. Don't get me wrong. It's not like uh, if I saw one with red eyes and one with white eyes and they were standing right beside each other, I'd be like, well, that's the one I want to hug. (laughs) I'm putting a bullet into both of them and hoping that they're corporeal enough to take it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm not saying that I don't find the red eyes less creepy, but I think the white eyes to me just would have a little bit more creepy. I don't know. Really? Huh. Yeah. Well, this is a differing of opinion. Yeah. Uh, which happens. I mean, we're not exactly the same person. So, <laughs> no. Which is very similar. Yes. But, you know, I, I like I said, I can see the white eyes being creepy, but to me it's not as creepy as the red, and it's just the other way around for you. Yeah. I think we can both agree, though, that purple eyes would be the creepiest. Purple? Yeah, glowing purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, actually, yeah, that would be. Yeah. It's not a, something you would normally. Yeah. Yeah. So, now Carly has sent us two stories, but before we get into the second story, I want uh, I want Jay to uh, give a shout out to his work wife and apologize for upsetting her. Okay, um, Jess, I'm sorry. You, you are my work wife. So she heard the last episode about the salsa and that I had proposed to Carly over the salsa. It was very good salsa. It was very, very good salsa. And she said she's making us some more. I know. I'm super excited. Can't wait. But yeah, she was extremely upset with me that... I was leaving her for Carly. Yeah, it, it is a whole eight-hour shift of me in the doghouse. Yeah. It, it was horrible. But, Jess, love you. But where's his salsa? Where's my salsa? All right. She uh, She's going to kill me for this. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be weird for me to walk in and <laughs> know that it's going to be Jay every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, so if y'all don't hear me anymore, you know why. Yeah. So just as a heads up, you can go to j and j day at gmail.com. If your first name starts with a J, I may be looking for a new co-host in a couple weeks. Understandable. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want you to die, but I'm not even going to be there for the next couple of days at work. Yeah. So if she kills you while I'm not there, there's not a lot I can do about it. Well, her name does begin with a J, so she might just take my spot. On principle, I would not allow her to take your spot if she was the reason you died. All right. I got to have some sort of... But what if she takes you to like some work court, family court battle over it, that since we were work husband and wife, that she's entitled to my spot? Well, I mean, the state of Ohio doesn't even have common law marriage anymore. So work work law marriage, I don't don't think that's going to hold up in court. But, I mean, I also can't afford a good lawyer. I know that feeling. I guess we'll have to see how that plays out. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, on to the next story. Yeah, story number two, and <clears throat> I want to preface this by saying, Carly, I absolutely love the names you've given these stories. This one, this one's called Footsteps, and it is so ambiguously creepy. The name, I, I, I just, I love that about it. So, Footsteps. When I was 12, my cousin came to visit for a slumber party on a night where my parents were going to be out until very late. This was going to be my first night home alone, and I was very excited about the responsibility and trust my parents were giving me. At any rate, the night had been going great, and we were winding down the evening by watching a movie in my bedroom. At one point, we became overcome by the voracious need for snacks and paused the movie to begin an assault on the kitchen that would make the sacking of Rome look like a polite farmer's market sale. While downstairs recreating the pillaging of England, we paused briefly at what sounded like footsteps in the upstairs hallway. At first, we assumed it was the house settling, since it was only two or three steps, and older houses are known for sounds like that. Remember, the house was built in the 1920s, which means it's close to 100, possibly 100 years old today. When it stopped, we immediately returned to the mission of teaching the kitchen a lesson on the audacity of having snacks. However, the sound started again almost immediately and didn't stop this time. Now it sounded like somebody was pacing up and down the hall, a sort of step, 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 step followed by a dragging sound as though they were spinning on their foot to turn around. This went on for about five minutes with us just standing locked in fear, eyes cast at the ceiling and tears of dread coming from our eyes. It may have gone on longer, but at that point, a unanimous decision was reached to call my parents and spend the night at Grandma's. To this day, the footsteps happen from time to time. My only concern is now sometimes the top few steps creak as though whatever it is has decided to come downstairs. So, what happens when it gets to the first floor? Okay. I don't like that one either. No. That one, honestly, that one creeps me out more than the shadow, frankly. Um, Because we don't have a visual at all, which... I think I think we can agree there are times when not seeing the monster helps to build the terror in your head versus 
Oh, yeah. Having the visual. Yeah, because then your imagination kicks yeah. in, and that is usually- Your imagination is a bastard. Yeah. It considers and takes in the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there were two of them hearing this. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, one person, it's like, okay, well, creepy as the shadow is, in my own head, I can like force myself to think, okay, super late. Carly's tired. She's nine. She didn't say what she was watching on TV, but maybe she at, at midnight, it might have been, you know, something like, you remember how they used to have a dinner and a movie and like Joe Bob Briggs would have the horror classics. Oh yeah. Yes. Now given Carly's age, I doubt it was that, but you know, it could have been something like that. Some kind of scarier show. What was the other one? Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Tales from the Crypt was a good show. uh, Elvira. Oh yeah. Elvira's good. Yeah. But you know, you can kind of, you can kind of write it off in your own head. Oh, she had to have just been seeing things since she was so tired. This was Two kids hearing it. Yeah. This is this wasn't, hey, do you hear that? No, you're insane. Here are the Oreos. Let's go. This was, yeah, I freaking heard that. And then when there are more than one person involved, you start feeding off of each other's fear. Oh, 100%. The more frightened you get, the more frightened they get. So it causes you to become more frightened. Mm-hmm. So it makes it even more of an intense situation. Absolutely. The fact that it is still continuing is, yeah. is even worse. Uh, yeah, and the the whole now it's the stairs are squeaking thing as though it like it's like it's getting closer, and that that's the part that like freaks me out. And I could be wrong on this. I, I think she's still in the same house. I I honestly don't know. We'd have to ask her. Um, which you know we may do a follow up with her on that at some point, and just you know do a quick update in one of our episodes where like by the way you remember the steps thing? Yeah, Carly still lives there. I really want to try and get her on sometime because she is very interesting. Yeah, no, I want to do an entire episode uh, uh, on paganism, uh, Wiccan, you know, that kind of stuff that she knows a lot about. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that, her stories, the salsa. I mean, she's also a firefighter. Mm-hmm. You know, she's an interesting interview. Yeah, oh, I definitely want to get her on at some point. I mean, yeah. Frankly, we we work with a lot of interesting people, um, and yes. at any given point, I'd like to interview any one of them on some, anything that they would like to talk about. But for sure, especially with us doing the Halloween stuff for October, and not just Halloween, but like spooky stuff, you know, stuff outside of mainstream Christianity. Um, this is like a great opportunity for us to talk to her. I wish we could get um, my friend that uh, lives in Louisiana. Well, actually, I think she moved to Georgia at this point, but she was a practicing Wiccan. Um, And I even was able to go to a couple of their ceremonies, like um, one year for Samhain, which is the pagan Halloween Mm -hmm. timeframe holiday. Um, I was there when they did their their ritual, which was interesting. Um, You know, it's not... I'm going to preface this with all with no, they don't sacrifice a goat. It's it's a very simple uh, ritual. A few words are said about um, the solstice, the, you know, that we're entering into the colder part of the year, that kind of stuff about how uh, the light is dimming, uh, the night is rising, but, you know, we will see 
the return of the light, which uh, they do at the solstice Yule. Yep. You know, it's basically almost not quite the reverse of the Samhain ritual, but, you know, at that for the solstice, yep. they talk about that. And I've basically just kind of commandeered this on a tangent, and I apologize. No, you're we, fine. We really wanted to get these stories out because uh, we thought they were very interesting. Yes. And super creepy, frankly. Yeah. yeah. And, and once again, if you've got any you want to share, send them on over to us. Yeah, we want them. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this little mini episode up today. As always, we want to thank you for listening. And come check us out on any of the social medias. It's J and J underscore every day. That's E-R-R-Y-D-A-Y. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can see all the little promo videos we've got. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start putting all these up on YouTube. Uh, pretty soon. Got the, the short clips on there as well. So until next time, everybody, have a good one.